What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, GP. Nice to see you both this morning. GP, how are things in California? Well, I was enjoying breakfast, but... Oh, boy. Yeah, we're going to talk about breakfast here in a minute. Because apparently breakfast, you're not allowed to have it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you guys ruining my breakfast yeah. Yeah. with your anti-logos. You. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I, I heard this morning they replaced uh, Aunt Jemima with uh, Aunt Tifa. And uh, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah, there, there's it, it contains 210 ways to offend you. Uh, I Bruce, thought that was under the morning? bottle cap, under the cap. Go ahead. Yeah, it could be. Bruce, how you doing this morning? Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, still alive, healthy, you know. Fantastic. So uh, you guys want to get right into breakfast, right? Because this is a morning show after all. So let's get into it. So Aunt Jemima, gone. Uncle Ben, gone. Cream of wheat, gone. Rice Krispies, gone. Wait, 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 wait. What's wrong with my cream of wheat? Uh, uh, there's a person of color on the box. There, wait. Okay. I'll be right back. Listen to my feet as I run away. You didn't know this? Yeah, cream of wheat. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, what do you have on the uh, the breakfast thing, Bruce? Uh, where, where do you want to start with it? Because I, I don't even know what to say to this. Like this, uh, I knew this was coming. Like I knew this was coming because all this crap. Like you, you guys don't understand. They have to get rid of everything. Everything that you know is going to go away. All of it, if they're not stopped, everything, all of it has to go away. This is why they're doing all the statues and the monuments and all this stuff. All this stuff's going to go, right? Everything. So you have to understand that it's about an erasure of the past because they look at that like this is how twisted these people are in their heads. They look at that as a, a symbol of history and history is a mistake to them. So you have to erase that mistake, get rid of everything that's traditional in the society that you've had, which in this case would be pancake syrup, right? Which is you just pick something small that no one's really going to care about. Okay. Can I stop you All there, right. Johnny, for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what do you got? Are you sure it's not from the right just trying to remove people of color on the boxes so they don't have they can't ha- identify as people of power? No. No, it's I not. mean, because no, look at these labels. Okay, look at all our breakfast labels. We identify when we see these pictures as this is a person who's a good cook. This is a person who makes good food. This is a person. So we identify good food with a person of color. And now they want to take it away from us. That doesn't sound like a leftist move. But it is because you, you have to know. It, it well, okay, but you, ha- you have to look at it from their standpoint. And, and what I mean mm-hmm. by that is you have to understand that they look at someone as being portrayed as someone serving someone else. You see what I mean? So that can't well, be allowed. Isn't, it, can't that be the doctrine that they used to push to, in order to get rid of black people off of all the labels? I mean, I see it and I think that's diversity right there. Let's put as many different types of people yes. on everything. Yes, but see, you're a it's normal awesome. thinking person. You're a normal thinking person. They are not. There's a difference here. If you look at the you know, ideology. Many pe- okay, many people are put in homes, in homes, in places that they will never see or rarely see while they're in their informative years, a person of color or a person of any other race or a person, a white person in general, either. Because there's communities that the first time they've they actually in their informative years never saw a white person. 
So there is those groups of it other than television and social media, but you don't want to use those examples for either side. But when you're sitting down having breakfast and the vast majority of people have breakfast and you see a person that looks different than you on the box of food or whatever that you're eating you and you're getting a happy moment and you look at that person, I think happy and I will identify that person as a positive person. Take that away from me. Put on some cold, whatever, you know, whatever it is, and they're going to lose something. We're going to lose part of our humanity, part of our being people. But go ahead, Johnny. Let's go with the, it's the left trying to remove people from uh, from our products. Well, you have to understand, like what, what you just said there, that makes perfect sense. Or is sense. it both? And, and, well, no, I, what you're saying there, that makes sense. And, and I get where you're coming from. But you have to understand mm-hmm. that they, when I say they, I'm talking about the groups that are behind pushing this, you know, the extremist groups and the ones, the social reorganizers, right? These are the people that believe that they have to socially reorganize society. It's the adage. I look at it like this. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay, but they're trying mm-hmm. to fix something that's not broken. They've broken the society by their ridiculous, you know, marching mantra or whatever it is they have out there and, and all this identity politics. They've broken society through that, but they're the ones that broke it in the first place. And now they're claiming to be the ones that have solutions to all this. But see what you're talking about there as seeing diversity on the product when it comes to that logo, which mm-hmm. I agree with you. That's what it is. I don't care what that stuff is. You know, I, I got better things to do with my time than concern myself with, with what that is. But they're looking at it in a sense of it's considered derogatory to people of color. That's where they're going with it. So they'll turn around and say that, like, example, cream of wheat, right? The chef's image. They're saying that the the brand itself doesn't inadvertently contribute to systemic racism, but it can be considered derogatory just by it being there. So they say that they want to evolve the visual brand. Same thing with uh, the Mars company when they talked about Uncle Ben's Minute Rise. So yeah, they're, they're going to remove all this stuff. So it's it's not about whether or not you see it in a certain light. It's they have to change society. They have to change tradition. They have to change the social order and the social fabric of the society. See, it's bigger than a simple product to them. It's about a message of them changing things. That's what it's all about. So it's not it's not about just simple pancake syrup. It's not about just simple, um, you know, a, a breakfast item. It, it's not about that to them. To them, it's about the complete erasure of everything that's traditional that you've known for a century. That's what it's about to them. But it's so much more in their eyes. We need the, the Michelle Obama clip when she was on the campaign trail talking about and Barack knows we have to change our history, our culture, you know, basically our past. I have it. Do you have that clip, that that perfect time to play that clip? And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, We're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place uh, as a nation to provide the kind of future that we all want desperately for our children. So I'll ask you, based on that, um, are we there? Are we moving towards that? Because I would say yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't take away my positive images of people. Can you not do that? Can you not take away those good feelings people have and turn it into something dirty and nasty? Do you know how many people grew up thinking that because of, you know, these people were on these boxes, these celebrities, these people, whatever, that they identified them as being the best cooks in the world, the best people with products, the best. Now we're taking that away. 
Makes me sad. Yeah. All right, GP. Just go, get, go make yourself some. Go make some Quaker oats, man. <laughs> I actually do cream of wheat, but go ahead. It, but it fits the left's narrative. And when I say left, I mean the 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 Marxist type. This is what they want. They want to destroy our history. They want to destroy mm-hmm. what we believe. If we already talked about uh, the Aunt Jemima as an example, because there's there's no. two different narratives yeah. here. Okay, so there's two different narratives, and I'll, I'll kind of set it up a little bit. You've got the one narrative saying. Well, it's it's all racist and whatnot, because this was all based off of a uh, minstrel show. Right. And it was where white people uh, went blackface. Right. And then you have the other side of it. That's like Nancy Green, where where it was. Nancy Green was the first spokesperson for uh, for Mm -hmm. this brand. She was able to make, you know, if you don't know anything about her, you know, she was able to fund one of her local churches. So they can support people of color that were in poverty. Did you know that? I she did not was paid know that. Enough. I did not know yeah. that, but that's interesting. Uh, continue. She went from a slave to a productive human being to continuing to help human beings. That's what she did. Now they want to take her away. Well, and actually the faces of Olivia, which that's a whole nother. You know, well, we saw we saw something similar with this when they removed when HBO removed Gone with the Wind. Right. We, we saw mm-hmm. something similar with that. They don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't care about any of that stuff. And I'm talking about the, the ones in the entertainment business, the ones in the advertising industry. They don't care. Mm-hmm. This is precisely why you see these corporations that are jumping on board with these extremist groups now saying, oh, yes, we're going to get on there. We're going to give you this much money. We're going to give you this and all that. And we're going to promote your message. Do these companies have any idea what they're doing? I don't think they do. They're on board with the PR side of it. They think they're going to get something out of it. Same thing with the sports companies. They're on board with the PR side of it, thinking that that's going to be like, you know, some type of an ad revenue generator for them when it's actually not going to be. Anyway, can we talk about something else? So is that, is that possible? Can, can we get off yeah. this, this this garbage that we're seeing in the TV? Because you know what? Did you see the I, price I, of meat lately? Breakfast uh, meat especially? Over here, that's not happening. But the, the really? thing is, I, yeah, over here, it's not happening. But the thing is, is they want the conversation to be had of what we're having. And you know what? I don't want to play that game. I don't want to play okay. that game. I got better things to do. I got better things to do. And so, so do you. So yeah, price of there's breakfast. There's a lot meat? more tragedies in the world. Yeah. Breakfast. I, bacon. Yeah, I agree. $8 Haven't a pound it. here. Uh, no, I paid, paid 99 cents the other day. Uh, for a kilo or, or do you pay? What? No, no. Good Two as bucks no. for a kilo. Um, it was, I want to say it was a, um, it's about a half a pound. Okay. Something like that. Well, you got to remember bacon here is also filled with water. I mean, although I get different kinds, but um, the uh, in fact, I can make my own now. Yay. <laughs> so I can make beef and turkey. Did I just hear you I say want. you could make your own bacon? Bacon? Yeah, I do. Okay. So I, 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 don't, I don't. Okay. I, do, do you have yeah, but That's okay. That's it. <laughs> no, no, no. I do not raise my own animals mm. for butchering. Okay. I do All not. Right. I do not. And not at this current time. Do you like turkey bacon? Okay, it's not. Okay, that is turkey fried like bacon, but it is not bacon. <laughs> True. It's not the same thing. But bacon is actually is a belly of an animal, mm-hmm. of a animal, either a bovine or a pig. So, yeah, I mean, technically speaking. But, yeah, turkey bacon, I can eat anything. I, I'll, I'll eat tofurkey bacon stuff. But, it's, uh, it, but I take it as what it is and not try and pretend that it's something that it's not. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I just pointed it out because it's cheaper. Yeah. I mean, it's like two dollars a pound. What? Where you are? Not here. Yeah. Same price as, as as pork bacon. Really? Okay. Well, you got to also look at look at our prices. You got if you look at our California prices versus everything, because you know we're taxed so high because 
well, you know, we have to, we support a lot of people. And I mean, it's good and bad in that, you know, but uh, the uh, prices of everything is really high. Transportation, bringing stuff in. I mean, we're, I just got done paying for gas again, three thirty nine a gallon. Oh, oh, GP, it's not that bad. Yeah, just think about think about all the um, think about all the money you're helping to to fuel into the California state infrastructure that doesn't get fixed. Right? Think about all that. The um, problem with it becoming a welfare state is it bringing in more people that just want welfare and not people that want to actually make a change or a difference. That's the problem I'm having. It's not the level of people. It's the level. It's the amount of people with just their hands out and refusing to be part of the system, be part of the community. You know, every single day, it's, it's, I mean, it's tough having a lot of mouths to feed, but it's even tougher when you have a lot of mouths to feed that don't want to do anything but for you to feed them. That's becomes very difficult. You know, something and that's GP, pretty dark I, for the morning. <laughs> you know, I, I try, I was going to say, I try to want to, you know, keep this in the positive light and be laid back and laugh and carry on. And it's like, man, you're just not making this easy this morning. You're talking about. I am not. No, it's, know, uh, it's just there's like so many things to is, do. Breakfast has become <laughs> depressing now. It's like for crying out loud. You know, I mean, there's got to be something positive out there in the news. You know, I, I look at all this, uh, all this other stuff that's going on. Ring of fire eclipse on summer solstice is a sign of the heavens of the coming doomsday. What in the world is positive about that? Where, where does this stuff? Because it's where, a doomsday. We're done. Stuff? Where it's over. Oh, please. We don't have to that's worry nonsense. about it anymore. That's nonsense. This is not. <laughs> you you want something positive, Johnny? Crap. Have yes. everybody listen to the show and go outside and say hello to the real people, the you know real what? things that are going on, which is your neighborhood. Exactly. That's real. You know what? That's positive. We, that's great. We did a podcast last night on self-motivation, and this isn't helping. Like, this is not a good trend to come out of. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Let's let's go out and talk to our neighbors. Yes. Your marching mantra is what? Pick up a piece of trash. Pick up a piece of right. trash. Pick up a piece of trash. <laughs> it's also not litter now, but okay. Don't litter. Pick up some trash. Yeah. So we've heard talk about sports coming back. Yeah, we, we've heard talk about that. Mm -hmm. But now, uh, Fauci, you know, the uh, the Grim Reaper in a Gucci suit, right? He's come back out and he says that you know, this coronavirus is going to continue to outbreak and all this stuff. And you know what? I, I've had enough of that stuff. I'm, I'm done with it. But now... He's saying that football might not happen this year, which you know what? Good, good, because I don't want to look, which I wouldn't anyway, but I don't want to see a bunch of anti-American, ungrateful degenerates on television trashing the country and the system that gave them everything they've got. So you know what? Don't play. Don't play. I don't care. But Fauci is saying that unless players are in a bubble, insulated from the community, and they are tested nearly every day, for what? For what? A cold? It would be very hard to see how football is able to be played this fall. If there's a second wave, I thought there was one, which is certainly possible and which would be complicated by the predictable flu season. What? So we can't play us. We can't play a game anymore because of the flu. We've been able to play games for 100 years with the flu. And now all of a sudden we can't. So now he says that football might not happen this year. Well, I gave my take on it. You know, good. I hope they don't. But. It's going to happen, I think, because of what you said, Bruce. It's going to happen because they're going to want that ad revenue, right? Let me let me let me ask this for both of you: mm -hmm. Who's the most at risk for the flu? Not COVID, but the flu. Uh, immunocompromised and uh, people of uh, over a certain age bracket, over the age of sixty-five. Hmm. Hmm. Doesn't that sound familiar? Hmm. Uh, yeah, it sounds like COVID. Why? Uh -huh. Yeah, that's my point. COVID has all the, the same markings of a normal flu. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens that it is a little bit more virulent mm -hmm. and 
it fits their agenda at this point. Right. Well, we knew that they stopped counting. The CDC stopped counting flu deaths. We knew that. Everything was right. being reclassified to COVID. GP, you remember, yeah. GP, my investigator GP, you yes. figured out how New York City stopped yeah, 100% all of deaths. deaths. <laughs> they stopped all deaths yeah. for what was it, like three weeks? It was crazy. Yeah. Man. It's like they, 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 week, they've come yeah. up. Was it a week? Okay. Well, they've come up with something. They've come up with something ingenious. What have they done to stop all the deaths? What have they done? What have they figured out that no one else has figured out? So I don't know. It's a miracle. Yeah, it's, it's, amazing. Only, it's amazing. It's the same amount of people that would normally die, but then they've been able to cure all of them. But that same exact amount it's, died from COVID-19. It's laughable. So it's weird. It's laughable at this point. Like you people, right? Just take whatever you're going to do, right? And just go away, right? You're, you're placating at this point to the truly stupid, okay? Like go away. Go go away and, and keep the people in Chaz with your little masks and all that crap, right? This is nonsense at this point. This is just stupid. I go, let me explain something to you, okay? I go to the gym five days a week, right? I take Saturday and Sunday off. I go to the gym five days a week. You know what? That thing is crammed full of people, crammed full of people. And you know what? There are no masks in there. Some people, I mean, you can wear them if you want, but it's very dangerous to work out with one on. I mean, I have before all this stuff, you know, the uh, altitude training mask is a little different, but this, uh, this idea that, yeah, exactly. Give me a break. You know, I've been doing this. I've been going there every day for over a, you know, a month now. Stop it. Stop it. You idiots. And now they're coming out saying, oh, well, uh, Beijing's doing this and they're grounding all flights and they're locking down and they, well, you know what? That's Beijing's problem. That's Beijing's problem. Let them deal with it. Okay. Because apparently, apparently they know how to deal with a virus better than everyone else. Right. Apparently. So let's stop with the bull. Let, let's cut this nonsense off because we ain't got time for this. We got better things to do. We got better things to do. Pretty easy for an authoritarian state to lock down their place. I mean, you know, it's not it's not surprising China is able to mm-hmm. lock down things a lot better than, say, I don't know, America, where we're supposed to have constitutional rights and the government's not supposed to be able to do those things for an extended oh, period. No, but a, apparently they're able to do that in New York no, and that, California that. and whatnot. No, yeah. See, you're, you're taking it too seriously, Bruce. You need to take it from a Chief Justice John Roberts standpoint and say, ah, Constitution, small Constitution. Ah, that's just that thing. You know, it's no big deal, which we're going to talk about the Supreme Court later on today. They made another ruling that's just I don't even know what to say to it, but we'll get into it later on this afternoon. To round off this morning, GP, let's talk a little bit about the status of your garden. How's it coming along? Sorry about that. I had to do. <laughs> How's my garden coming along? Pretty well. My onions have taken off like you can't believe. Fantastic. Peppers, not so much. Onions doing really well this year. Garlic. You doing any squash? You doing squash or zucchini? I'm doing some eggplants, but they're, I don't know. They just, they're just not taking off. <laughs> they're not doing exactly how I, how I expect it. You know, I'm getting only one or two on a, uh, on a vine stream instead of a, uh, instead of a lot more. So they're, uh, they're flowering. And they start to grow and then they they fall off and die. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. I am not the best gardener, apparently, on well, the Well, at least you try. At least you try. I, I would try. try. I do try. But my I, onions, I whatever would... I'm doing with the onions, it's fantastic. If you guys have ever seen green onions that are six feet tall, have you ever seen one? Whole garden full. Six foot tall green onions. <laughs> what are you feeding those things? <laughs> it's the greatest. These things. Good Lord. They're. Some of the stalks are as thick as maglites. Are you sure that you're growing green onions and not leeks? You, you would think, right? But no, these are full blown green onions. And actually, as after they get about after they get about four feet tall, you have to kind of you have to use a fencing material and some string because mm-hmm. the weight mm-hmm. of them they fall and bend over. But yeah, uh-huh. so that's our green onion hour. 
<laughs> well, no, as the season progresses, I do. I mean, we, we do want to talk about, you know, food and, and other things, you know, that we, we talk about gardening and things like that because it's important, mm-hmm. right? It, it's important because it is now is, is a time for people to start learning this stuff because you said this morning about breakfast. We mm-hmm. had a little conversation there about breakfast. You're talking about breakfast meat, bacon, uh, sausage, that, that kind of stuff. It's going up in price. Well, produce is going to go up in price too because a lot of produce shortages are going to start hitting the supply chain. So, People can now, in the midst of the summer, if they haven't already, they can get into growing and starting to offset and supplement that produce that they would normally buy. You can grow it. Put some tomatoes in the ground. Put some vegetables, other vegetables in the ground. You know, whatever you can do. I think it's it's paramount that people learn how to grow their own food. I was taught as a kid how to grow my own food. I can still do it. I still do it now. So... Mm-hmm. You know, it's never too late to learn that stuff. I think it's fantastic uh, that you uh, that you got your garden going um, and it's it's starting to produce. And, you know, I think it's great. Maybe, maybe we could send you up to um, maybe we could send you up to Chaz and teach them how to um, how to garden up there. <laughs> you can't teach nuclear physics to a screwdriver. They're just tools over there. That's it. You're talking about the ones you're talking about the Chaz residents, right? You, you did see yes, that they've got superheroes. Yeah, they've got superheroes guarding the gardens now, right? You've seen that? Superheroes? Yes. Um, okay. No, I I don't, I don't, I really don't know any other way to put that. Like there was a, um, I kid you not. They had, they had one of the, uh, what was it, Bruce? It was a red power ranger they had out there and it was, uh, someone else dressed up in a cop. Please tell me you saw that video. It was okay. So let's see. It was red ranger Uh Fox or something Fox. I don't remember what that one was. Uh And something justice, uh, just injustice or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, obviously, Red Ranger is obvious, you know, the colors. Uh, Justin Justice was like uh, lime green and white, I believe. This is basically they were in, um, I would say the closest thing to it is probably skid gear for motorcycling. And, you know, just uh, mask and uh, it, it was it cosplay you know, I, stuff. I, it was I do not have it words. Was I, I do not have words to, to describe the, uh, the the level of intelligence in that place. I just... How, how this is continuing to even function is beyond me. I, I just don't understand it. But anyway, uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about Chaz this afternoon because, quite frankly, it's just there's not enough you can say about it. But anyway, all right. Thank you guys for your time this morning. Thanks for being here. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.